Hey, millionaire babes. Are you tired of being burned out, stressed out when it comes to your business and ready to finally make the money you desire? Well, I am here to help. I am Brianna Michelle, a.k.a. The Millionaire Babe, broke wedding pro, turned six-figure earner in one year, and now a million-dollar brand, helping you do the same. I help heart-centered people pleasers ignite their personal power and turn their dreams into dollars to live the life they've always imagined. Through sharing success stories and providing tips on marketing mindset and manifestation, it's time for you to step into our world and let's discover together your future millionaire babe self. Hello, hello, Millionaire Babes, and welcome to another episode of the Millionaire Babe podcast. I am so excited to talk about this topic today because if you don't follow me on Instagram stories, we always have so much fun over there. Um, I'm always polling and asking you guys questions of what you want to hear on the podcast. And so today's episode is a request and I'm really excited to share, share it with you today. Um, we're going to be talking about steps to leave your nine to five job and step into entrepreneurship. Um, whatever entrepreneurship looks like for you, running your own business, um, starting a bridal business, starting a beauty business, whatever that is, basically you are solely relying on yourself for your income. And there's a really interesting dynamic regarding this um, I'd say this pivot, it's, it's very scary and it's very, um, it's, it can be very confusing to navigate and scary and uncertain, but exciting and hopeful all at the same time. There's so many different emotions, um, within this particular pivot. Um, and so I want to first start out before we get into the steps, because I'm going to take you through um, some basic steps on how to navigate this pivot with ease, with confidence, uh, and with, with some certainty. But before, I want to kind of go through and share with you what my pivot experience was like, because I would not recommend doing it this way. <laughs> I would not recommend doing it the way I did it. But I think it's really important for me to share my experience with you so that it helps us all grow and learn and recognize what not to do. <laughs> but I kind of did it. I kind of did it in the right way. Like some of it was the right way. Some of it wasn't the right way. Um, but for those of you who are new to my world, I actually have a background. I, I worked in... I worked in radio and television. I was a broadcast journalism major and I worked in radio and TV for like six and a half years. Uh, I worked for the Oprah Winfrey show in production, scheduling out all her, all Oprah's production crews. And I was always loving makeup. I also did theater. I was always a creative. I also did some acting um, too and worked with an agency. So I was always kind of, using makeup and I always loved it. And when I decided to leave broadcast journalism and pivot into, you know, the makeup industry and the beauty industry, I got my first job in retail working for Stila Cosmetics. And I was really, really, really good at it. And I worked my way up in the company 
very quickly. Within six months, I was promoted and I was really good at sales and I just love connecting with my clients. And that's kind of how like my, my bridal beauty um, career started. And so when I started kind of working my own business, I, I realized I was kind of doing it as a side hustle. I think we all kind of start as a side hustle. And when I decided I wanted it to be my full-time career, I was still working in cosmetics. I was an educator for Dior and I was teaching and I was, you know, kind of like, I was kind of like a coach to a lot of the, a lot of the, um, the girls on the sales floor. And I was working retail and I, I just had this like epiphany because I was so good at my job. I was like, I can totally do this on my own. Why am I working for somebody else and filling up somebody else's pocketbook when I can be doing this on my own and making my own money? And I was making peanuts, like peanuts. I couldn't even survive now on what I was making back then. There's just no way. And so, of course, there were things that happened in corporate, things I didn't agree with. And, you know, to be honest, when you're working for somebody else, you're only going to be as good as your last sale. And it was really bringing my confidence down. And I never felt good enough. And I always say this, like, if you want to feel really bad about yourself, like go work for corporate America. (laughs) I mean, if you really want to feel like bad about yourself, just go work for corporate America because you'll never be good enough. Even when I hit goal and I hit sales and I was selling, you know, like 25 lipsticks in one day or whatever, it was never enough because there's always a higher goal. And it really was weighing on my self-esteem tremendously. And so I had been working on my bridal business as a side hustle. I had been working it. I, when I got to the point in my career where I wanted to like solely do this, I was living in Las Vegas at the time and I had to get licensed out in Vegas because some States you don't have to be licensed to do bridal hair and makeup, some states you do. So I had to go back to esthetician school. And while I was in esthetician school, I started building up my website. Everybody else was like chatting and talking in esthetician school and just sitting there to get their hours in. And I was building a business. And so I was doing all the things that I thought thought I needed in order to make this. I was still kind of thinking it as a side hustle though, but I was just working towards building a business, building my website, you know, getting my reviews. And then I started getting busy. I started getting busier. And while I could request like certain Saturdays off, it got to the point where I looked at my calendar for the summer. I remember it was like in April. I looked at my calendar, like my May, June, July calendar on Saturdays. And I had like tons of Saturdays that I had to request off. And when you're in retail, you don't, you can't request a Saturday off. You can request one every now and then, 
But I looked at my calendar and I was like, oh my God, there's no way that I can literally request all these Saturdays off. And I had to make a decision. I knew I had to make a decision. And at the time I was making around, I would say two to $3,000 a month during peak season in my bridal business, but non-peak season, I was making like under $1,000, definitely not enough to live on. But I just quit cold turkey. (laughs) I literally just ripped the bandaid off. I can't remember something happened at work and I got really pissed. I can't remember what it was. It was total emotional decision. I was just like, well, here we go. I'm done. I'm not going to be treated like this. I'm done. And like I walked out. So I do not recommend. And, and, and then I struggled. I had to move in to my, I had to move in with my girlfriend in her basement because I couldn't afford rent yet. And, um, and I was living with her for six months, but I just ripped the bandaid off. So there is a better way to do it. I mean, part of that you want to do, which we're going to talk about and part of it you don't want to do, which we're going to talk about, but that was pretty much my journey. And so I think a lot of times People get stuck in this figuring it out stage when it comes to leaving their nine to five and pivoting. And I think they get stuck in this figuring it out stage because they haven't gotten clarity on what direction they wanted to go. But gaining clarity on the direction of like what moves you need to make and what you need to do first literally comes from taking action. It doesn't come from staying put. And so that taking action, right, will feel uncertain. That taking action will feel scared. That taking action is going to feel like, what the hell am I doing? Am I doing this right? But if we don't take action, we stay stuck in this figuring it out stage. What is there to figure out? You either want to work for yourself or you don't. You either want to earn more money and create a life by design or you don't. But as we, but in order to get through this, figuring it out and gain clarity on where to go, we've got to start somewhere. We have to take some sort of action. And so as you're moving through this pivot, there's going to feel fear. There's going to feel, there's going to be feelings of fear and there's going to be feelings of uncertainty. And this is where people get mixed up. And so, I'm here to tell you it doesn't have to feel so chaotic and so uncertain and scary. And we're going to talk about that. And I'm going to give you some steps that are going to help you normalize these feelings because honestly, these feelings are normal. A lot of times people think that as they're getting ready to pull the trigger and do it, the fears come through and we think that we're not doing the right thing, right? We think, oh my God, I'm so scared to pull the trigger to do this. And then we're like, oh, this feeling must mean it's not right. And no, these feelings are normal. Ask any entrepreneur, ask any entrepreneur out there. You're always going to, as an entrepreneur, you're always going to have these feelings of scared, fear, and uncertainty. And so I want to share with you some steps 
that I wished someone would have told me because I think I, it would have helped me take the fear out a little bit that I think will really, really help you. So step one, be grateful for your nine to five job and use it to fund the startup of your business. I was not grateful for my nine to five job. I didn't see the perspective of like, oh, I can be using this job to fund my bridal business. Even if you're not making that much money in your nine to five right now, you can still start investing slowly. You can start investing in learning how to post on social media and start posting on social media because Part of being new to business and pivoting into the space of entrepreneurship, you have to learn discipline and consistency. And so there's this kind of time period when you're new to business that you're learning how to be consistent. You're learning how to post consistently. You're learning how to be disciplined. And even when you don't feel like posting, you just repurpose something. You grab something and repurpose something and you post. You're learning how to be consistent in your business. So even if you're not making a lot of money, you can still invest in small things that will help you learn how to be consistent, right? Posting on social media. So let's talk about the things that you need in order to start up your business, the things that you can invest in. Number one, yes, you can invest, and this is not a plug for my posting for profit, but posting for profit, posting for profit is so affordable and it's a great place to start so that you can get into the rhythm of con- consistently posting and consistently posting content that's going to get brides to book you, right? And getting to that groove. The second thing is a website. You're going to need a website. And it's not going to be the last website you create for yourself. (laughs) So most people will, you know, do their website on their own. I highly recommend doing Wix. I highly recommend building it through Wix. But unless you are, are with a coach and mentor that knows buyer's sales psychology, you're going just know that the website is just a basic startup you're going to need to add additional elements on your website, again, that converts brides to book you. But you can get started. You can get started with creating your logo and creating a brand, um, brand elements for your logo, all those things. Um, The other thing is ad costs. And while I don't recommend Uh, investing in ads until your website is completely finished and you have a little bit more of your business established and you're posting consistently on social media, you know, you can start putting $50, you know, every two weeks or a week or whatever aside into an ad fund so that when the other things are built, you have the money in there. You have like first couple of months worth of ad spend money you know, in a business, say a business checking account. Um, you can open a business checking account. You can, you know, formulate your LLC. 
There's lots of things that we can do while we're working our nine to five jobs that we're funding a lot of these startup costs through our nine to five job. Supplies. If there's any additional supplies you need, like a makeup light, a makeup chair, whatever it is. These are things that you can utilize your nine to five jobs so that you're not going in the red right off the bat. Okay, let's talk about step two. This is where you can build up your reviews on social media. So step two is really honing in on what, what, what does, what does your online platforms really need to start booking clients, right? So obviously you want to look at your job and say, well, do I have a flexible job where I can take off work to do a wedding? If you don't, then this is a great time to start looking for team members. You people, a lot of times people wait till they're like at $50,000 a year in their bridal business and then hire team members. Not the way that I recommend doing it. That's what I did. I don't recommend doing that. I recommend starting out looking for team members right away. And even like working your team members, maybe even before you, you know, if you're still working your nine to five, because this will really help you scale a lot faster. And again, this is something that you can do right now as you're working your nine to five so that you're not pulling the rug out under your feet when you're ready to pivot and make the move. You've got girls that can help you, you know, you've, you're, you know, establishing reviews. You've got more than, you know, like three or five reviews up. So on Google and, you know, if you are doing the knot and wedding wire at that point, then, then you've got some reviews that you can compete with. But my point is that there are certain steps that you can do to make the pivot a lot easier. So you want to get your, you want to get your, business to where it's consistently bringing in around 3k. And this is where it gets kind of tricky because you want to build your team and your business at the same time. You want to build them up at the same time. So it's kind of like website and then you want to build, you want to like get the website done. Then you want to like bring on team members. And at the same time you're bringing on team members then you want to pull, you want to like pull out ads, right? And this is kind of like how, these are kind of like the steps in how you want to do it so that you're still in your nine to five while you're still making money, right? And then when you get to that consistent 3K months is really when it's safe to pull the trigger and leave. So, That leads me to step number three, making the move. So how do we know when we are making the right move if we have all this fear around it? So let's talk about the fear. So is there anything else you would rather do? So these are kind of questions that you want to ask yourself to kind of like normalize the fear and kind of push the fear under the rug. Okay. 
Um, number one, is there anything else you would rather do? If there's nothing else that you'd rather do, and this is your heart and your passion, then you just have to do it and rip the bandaid off. Number two, what feels aligned to your heart? Not what, not what everyone else says you should do, but what do you want to do? And sometimes this is really hard for us to admit because we are afraid of what other people think. I grew up in a world where my family told me to be a nurse, be a doctor, be a teacher. You can't make money doing a creative job. You can't make money doing makeup. (laughs) Maybe back then you couldn't because makeup was not what it is today. (laughs) But you can have a million dollar beauty business. You can have a million dollar bridal business. Um, We are living proof of that. Number three, look into your future. So this is a really good, um, this is like a really good inner work exercise. Look into your future, design your life. What is the higher vision that you want to hold for yourself? What do you see yourself doing? This is where you're allowed to dream. Dreamers are the most successful people. So don't let anyone say, oh, you're just a dreamer. No. We are actually like the most successful because we can easily grasp vision. And when you have a vision of where you're going, that's all you need is if you can see the vision, you're going to get there. That's part of manifestation. Manifestation is just bringing into reality what you envision for yourself. So, The reason why you want to go through these steps and ask yourself these things is it's going to help you normalize the fear and push it down so it's not so like scary, right? And going through these steps is going to help you build momentum faster. Hiring a coach and investing in mentorship and having a blueprint to actually utilize these steps allows you to build trust in what you've built. It's safe to trust yourself, but the reason why most people don't trust themselves when they're pivoting from their nine to five job into entrepreneurship is because they don't have a blueprint. They don't have like a step-by-step plan for themselves in pivoting, which I just shared with you. But they don't have the actual blueprint or marketing plan that's going to make them feel safe that they can actually create consistent income and replace their nine to five income with their entrepreneurial income. They're just guessing what works. And I don't know about you, but it was really scary when I was guessing every single month how I was going to bring in. $4,000. It was like, okay, I have to make $4,000. I know that's going to pay my bills. I need to make $4,000. And I had no blueprint. I had no plan. Hell yes, it was super scary. I had to create it. But, (laughs) and I have created it. It's all in my programs. Yes, we'll do a shameless plug. But this is when you want to have a marketing plan to ensure the trust that you know what you're posting on social media, why you're posting it, how you're getting clients. A lot of times when I ask people, I say, 
Do you know how you book clients right now? How do you book clients? And it's always referral and word of mouth. And I say, well, do you know what you do to turn over those inquiries into booked and paid contracts? Nobody can answer me. Nobody can answer me because there's a lack of a plan. There's lack of a plan. And inside our programs and inside our blueprint, you get that plan to where you're able to answer that question and say, yes, I know how I get bookings. I do this. I do this. I do this. And it brings in bookings every time. And so now is the perfect time to take the jump. There's no waiting. There's no figuring it out. There's no, if you're in a nine to five job, you're more safer. (laughs) You're so much more safer than like other people, (laughs) right? Because you can take advantage and use your nine to five job to fund your dream business. And so what you do today doesn't set you up for next month. What you do today sets you up for six months from now. So if you have a timeline on when you want to leave your nine to five job, what you do today sets yourself up six months from now. So you have to remember, it takes time to build the business. It takes time to implement the things on your website. It takes time to build the discipline to post consistently on social media and know what to post and get positioned, get the things positioned that we talk about inside the community. So it can be super, super, super exciting. Like don't let it be scary. The only reason why it feels scary is because you don't have a blueprint or plan set in stone. So use your nine to five, use it to your advantage You can do this. You can make the move. You can make the move. So it's your time to shine. I can't wait to see you soar. Thanks so much for listening. Go to my website at brainamichellecoaching.com to learn more. And I will see you in the next episode. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Millionaire Babe podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, found it inspiring, helpful, and motivating, take a screenshot of this episode, tag me at the Millionaire Babe underscore, and share on Instagram. And just for sharing, our team will send you a free business audit to help you get started in building the business of your dreams. Or to learn more about how to work with me, go to our website at www.briannamichellecoaching.com. I'll see you on the gram.